But uh, I mean, corpse, you know. what what corpse has been track one, side ones, Justin? Uh, I mean, there's a lot. There's miss you. Uh, e girls mm-hmm. are ruining my life. That's a good one. <laughs> I mean, man, e girls are ruining my life. Jesus. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Um, <laughs> Lift off and the clock has started. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we will be discussing the Game Award nominees. Uh, some Nintendo Indie World Direct. I always want to call it Nintendo World. Nintendo's Indie World Direct. What we've been playing and more. To do this, I have with me, as always, Shannon Dance Floor Diva Moore. Uh, yeah, that's right, dude. Like, I cut it up, and I'm not shy about it. But yeah, there was a wedding in chi town this weekend that i flew mm. out to so it was a whirlwind tour um we got out there friday um did the touristy thing like pretty much like friday night to saturday like afternoon and then uh, did the wedding saturday night and then got up at the butt crack of dawn to fly home sunday um and then yeah i've been recovering i'm gonna go back to work tomorrow but my knees hurt my butt hurts Everything hurts, but I had to show those youngins how to cut up a dance floor. Mm, yeah, and I did. Cheeks haven't seen action like that in quite a while. <laughs> uh, also joining us is Justin. It's all ogre now, Carter. Donkey! I know, it's your boy. I did myself a little bit of dancing this weekend, too. Uh, me and Shrimp Fried Matt, we went to a Shrek-themed rave on Saturday. <laughs> it was pretty great. Tons of hey, talk about how did you bury the like how did you not tell us? Oh my god. Because I waited oh. till just now to see this reaction. Like why oh the f would I let that go early? Oh my god, you should, uh, this is one of those times I wish that there was this was also like a video like right? oh my god. Like if you could you could have seen me and Shannon literally fall out of our chairs just then. Like uh, <laughs> just the words Shrek creamed rape. Oh my god, that's so awesome. I'm Dude. oh god. It, it was good, though. Like, there were a lot of people dressed up. Lots of women dressed up as Lord Farquaad. Tons of three blind mice. Um, every DJ had played a different set version of uh, All-Star, a different techno <laughs> version. It was pretty great. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's, That's awesome, uh, dude. So what, what was your outfit? Did you go as Donkey or um, Dragon? Or? No, I did not dress up unfortunately i just wore my i dressed up as justin i just went uh, as normal me but it with, was with an i or with an e you know if i had the choice it probably would have been with an e but i had you, done laundry. Totally, <laughs> you should have totally cosplayed justin with an e got my broncos hat on <laughs> like... oh but shrek i how did how are there no photos how are there no videos so this? i do on, i do have some it's video he's got a, he's, it's because he has that stupid android phone and he can't send it to us that, that we haven't seen anything you know what? i will send it to you i'll after the podcast i'm gonna <laughs> i'll shoot the i recorded a couple of videos because i was megan did not want to go 
but I sent her. Shocking. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah, <laughs> Surprise. I'm, I'm sitting down for that revelation. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I did send her a couple of videos of like a couple. Dude, the so the first DJ was so like she was really good. Um, the second DJ, he was like I guess one of the co-creators of the Shrek rave, uh-huh. and. He his shit was all I'm over sorry. the place, dude. Like sand, he started playing Sandstorm, and everyone lost their shit. Uh, he played like Heads Will Roll, and everyone like lost it. Okay, I I propose Sandstorm has come back around to no longer being ironically awesome. It's just awesome again. Yeah, like you can drop that song anywhere, and people just love it these days. But that's the thing is like nowadays, like somebody's even sampled it and made it like into another song. So it's like Sandstorm is there, like the original Sandstorm mm-hmm, is there. But mm-hmm. then there's like new, like, I don't know if like there's new techno beats or whatever, or there's vocals over it. But like it's on like you can always see it, it's on the top 100, like yeah. for dance music. So good on Sandstorm, I guess. And like Blue is back too, like that. Uh, and because uh, like Eiffel sixty five or whatever. yeah, <laughs> yeah. D- David David Guetta and Baby Rexa did it, and it's like I'm good now instead of I'm blue, it's I'm good. Mm. So the, yeah, so fun. Baby Rexa uh, sidebar here. The twenty sixteen NHL All Star Game was in San Jose, and uh, my wife, being a huge San Jose Sharks fan, we got tickets to go to the All Star Game in San Jose. It was a great time, super fun. Uh, Baby Rexa was the halftime performer at this all-star game. And it was at a point in her career, like it is a arena full of hockey fans from all over the world coming to see this game. And she starts playing. Everyone is looking at each other. Like who the hell is this? And they're like promoting her. Like it's like a big deal. And people are like, no one had a clue of who she was. Not one person there knew who the hell baby Rexa was. It was so funny. It was just a good sidebar, but I mean, she, she was a good performer. It was a fun, it was a fun song, but it was just like the, the way they were announcing it, it. You would have thought fucking Beyonce was coming out, you know? And it was just like, thunderous silence when like she she entered the arena it was just like i don't great yay i don't what who but yeah good times good times good so what was the best costume of the night justin like at the rave like what is the one that you saw that was just like you're on point like you get like a gold star the one that continued to be my favorite because i only saw one of like one person did it and it continued to be a hit is the dude dressed up as the guy who holds the sign that says applause and multiple uh, times great. throughout the night he lifted the sign up and would turn around and everyone would just lose their shit like yeah <laughs> and like start applauding and stuff and then multiple times someone started like the, a chant and it's like shrek 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 so everyone's like fist bumping like yelling like shrek during the song like he's like whoa, whoa, and they're like shrek 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 <laughs> I, I would have gone as uh, the mama bear rug. Ooh. You know, the, <laughs> just get a bear skin rug and wear it on your back. You know, put a bow in its hair. Yeah, there was there was a couple like fairy godmothers. There was a I saw a guy dressed up as Pinocchio. There was a, someone in like an inflatable pig suit. Nice. <laughs> Good. Good. Any any gingerbread men? Um, not the full. Co- I saw a couple people wearing like it was almost like a um like a jacket or something that had like the gingerbread uh, or like the like morph suit or something like that, that they were wearing like the skin for gingerbread man. 
How um, much Molly was getting passed around? Um, you know, I didn't see any Molly, but I'll tell you what, I, I smelled reefer madness going on. Mm. It was an indoor mm. venue, and so Yeah. Well, I'm in. Skunks. Skunks yeah. sneak into these events. What I thought can't help it. What I thought was funny though was apparently so there was a lot of people as three blind mice, and mm-hmm. I guess you weren't allowed to like they weren't allowing you to like bring in like people had canes i guess for oh, the three sure. blind mice yeah. so as me and matt were leaving there was a dumpster that was just filled with <laughs> fucking canes and some chick was like dude can we have these or and they're like dude i don't care like they threw like they weren't allowed to come in so they just threw them. so this yeah. chick was like digging out like six or seven different canes out of the garbage <laughs> and i'm like dude it's just gonna open up like an etsy store it's like only canes or something and just resell this shit online no, that's th- those are high decisions. No sober. <laughs> yeah, you gonna <laughs> go out to her Ultima tomorrow, pop the trunk, and there's like ten canes in here, and she's like, "What am I gonna do with all these?" I mean, I t- I mean, I would rephrase that. I would probably say that's a young person's like decision making process right there, because like I would have seen those canes and I'd been like, "I'm all over it. My knees hurt. I need this right now." <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah too- no, not not blind people canes. Like you would have been like. Uh, no, that's that's one of those things you you open the trunk of your Altima and you're like, oh god, did I hit like a school of blind people? Like, what happened here? Or it's like you and your friends out in front of Jack in the Box in the parking lot at two thirty in the morning fighting with them until yeah, they so break. Yeah, yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Oh man, but hey, you got to get those monster tacos. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, dude, yeah. that you know that munchy munchy meal is only there between a certain I, window. I love that they just mark it directly to people that do hella drugs yeah they don't care we know know you're fucked up and hungry why don't you just get a bucket full of shit you monsters you you make questionable decisions at two o'clock in the morning so here buy this shit yeah you want a burger with jalapeno poppers on it here you go yeah oh you want you want a box full of fries nacho cheese and whatever we scraped (laughs) off the bottom of the floor yep we got you like don't even worry about it like oh man monster tacos though monster tacos i'm telling you i'm Jack in the box. I'm all about those tacos. Um, it's literally the only thing I eat there. Uh, okay, so it, I I also had a hell of a weekend. It was my son's ninth birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did the rock and jump birthday party. Hell yeah! With, and I had not been there since before the pre-COVID times. Uh, they have added a zip line in there, which uh somehow my five-year-old was allowed to go on and oh boy oh she was a monster dude like she was just doing it over and over again got by the end she was holding on with one hand (laughs) and like sticking like her other arm and like all the legs out and just like holding on to the zip line with one hand flying down this like 30 foot line hilarious and then they also have they call it wipeout but it's basically this it's like a bunch of trampolines in a circle and in the middle of the circle is a cylinder with a big like blow up pole coming out of it that whips around (laughs) (laughs) the kids have to like jump over it these kids just got slaughtered dude like it was so funny it's like real life fall guys oh yeah 100 percent. it was 100 percent real life fall guys the uh so my my son is in one position and two of his buddies are next to him and each have their own trampoline, right? It comes around, it catches on one of them and like bends in half. (laughs) And my son sees it and he's like, oh crap. That kid eventually falls down and this thing just (laughs) 
whips forward and the kid that was in between them between my son and his other friend it, i felt like i felt bad he just got annihilated dude like it was just like you heard it it was just like boom off the ground but but my kid saw it coming and was able to like get out of the way of it which was impressive because that thing was whipping around but like oh man i felt so bad for that kid he just got beat to hell but uh yeah it was a good time uh no one got the message in my family that you know christmas is in six weeks so let's not go ham with presents so i got a house full of shit that somehow I got to find places for. Oh, and guess what? More is coming in six weeks. It's great. I know. I noticed that you cleaned off a lot of the space behind you, which is yeah. Good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We have to make room. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, good times were had by all. And then uh, my wife's father was a professional chef for thirty-five years, but he also was one of those guys that goes fishing all the time in the bay and all that. So he caught a bunch of Dungeness crab and then made crab chipino. And I ate so much yesterday, I was actually in pain. Like, it was one of those days where it's just like, oh, my God. So at least it ended on a high note, which was not a great note this morning. But, hey, last night was great. Um, so, yes, adventurous weekends by all of us. I think Justin had the most uh, fun weekend out of all of us. But uh, yeah, damn. I do wish I had a video of Shannon breaking loose just just because man that would be entertaining it it was um I, there I, there there was a lady that was uh one of the servers uh that mm -hmm. was so you know as weddings go like sometimes at venues you have your dinner and then they basically every, once everybody's done they clean it all up and then open that up for like dance floor like you know mm -hmm. they'll clean some of that up while you guys are over in the corner getting your drinks and stuff like that so there was this one lady who was over there who was, I mean, like, cause let's be honest. Like I, you know, do not use alcohol to, mm -hmm. you know, fuel my dancing anymore. Um, so, but there are a whole bunch of kids in their twenties that were just like raging, like pretty hard. And of course they were going to, they ended up probably on somebody's Instagram profile. Cause like she was taking so many pictures of white people doing white people things on the dance floor. Mm. Um, so, you know, it was, it was a good time. It was, it was fun. I had fun. It was good. Good, good, good. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, what else is fun? Let's discuss the, uh, nominees for the video game awards that got announced just the other day. Uh, that's always a fun time. Mm -hmm. The, uh, the Keeleys, the, the video game awards where uh, nominees were announced and it doesn't look like all of them are up on the site. Like you can go through the different categories and like best indie, nothing comes up. Oh, it does now apparently, but um, apparently I lied. Sorry. Uh, so I figured we could go through a couple of categories and see if anything tickles our fancies. Um, where do you guys want to start? Indie, action, adventure, or multiplayer? I mean, I'm down, I'm down to start with indie. All right. So your nominees for best indie game, Cult of the Lamb, Neon White, Sifu, Stray, and Tunic. 
this is a bloodbath of a category. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, like I didn't play Saifu, but it's like you know, I all the Saifu. <laughs> but we're, we're not editing that out, Justin. Oh, sorry. Well, it says you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. You like, have no is... power here. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean that list is stacked. But it's like, man, dude, like I, I have to go tunic. Like out of all of them, like I mean, tunic is just so good. It's so like visually, design wise. Over neon white for you. Dude, like it's it's not an easy choice, Zach. Like they're I, all. I, this is why I'm asking. I'm not saying it is an easy. Yeah, choice. like they're all great, but it's like, man, dude, like, like I'm not gonna like because neon white is probably also gonna end up somewhere on my game of the mm-hmm. year list. But I'll tell you right now, like tunic is like locked in like top five. Like okay. it's not. It is not going below top five on my game of the year list. Whereas I'm not sure where neon white's gonna end up. So that's why I'm kind of has the edge. Neon White has a happy to be here um, vibe for your top 10 list. Yeah, I mean, it's good and it's fun, but it's like also between Neon White and Tunic, like I actually beat Tunic where I still need to finish Neon White. See, for me, it's between Tunic and Stray. Mm. And it's and it's funny because it's between it's two very different things. Like the gameplay of Tunic is so rad like the sense of exploration and the mechanics that like you constantly discover and unlock and all that stuff, like super cool. The world of stray and the story is awesome. And the, and like the look of it and the feel as you move around the towns and everything, it's, it's amazing what they did with like such a limited budget in that game. Like it, it looks and feels like a big studio game and, and it just isn't. Uh, I mean, but for me, I'd probably give the nod over Tunic. It's just such a good reinvention of that, like Zelda style. And, and you're right. It's, it's a, it's a top five game. It just is. And Stray might be too for me, but. I'm really, I'll tell you, I'm really surprised you have. Cult of Lamb sitting there, and neither of you mentioned it in any way, shape, or form. Which <laughs> Cult of, of Lamb, it falls apart in the end. It does, you know, where where I don't feel like Tunic or Stray did. Like, the, Tunic and Stray both stuck the landing. And I, in all honesty, Cult of Lamb might be up there for, like, my most disappointing game of the year. Wow. Because it, it went, for me, it went from such a high to such a, God, I guess I gotta fucking finish this. You know, like it by the, you know, I still haven't finished that game and, and it's just like, I don't really want to, you know, and that sucks. It sucks. Like, I love that game so much when I first started, but man, I don't know. Any any of them tickle your fancy, Shane? Um, I mean, the only ones I played were Cult of Lamb and uh, Tunic. And if I'm going to have to choose between the two, I mean, even I'm going to choose Tunic because, yeah. I mean, I had a, a blast with that. Um, but I did have a lot of fun with Cult of Lamb because, you know, where with Tunic, when I would get frustrated, I would just kind of have to put it down or mm-hmm. <laughs> think about where I'm supposed to go and get frustrated there. With like Cult of Lamb, like if I got frustrated with something, I just kill one of my you know, villagers or something. <laughs> yeah. And like, you're, you're like um, immediately you feel better, right? Like you're just like, yeah. oh, take that. But, um, but yeah, it's just, 
you know, that, that's that's not my category. I'm just surprised I played two of the games that were in that category this year. So you, you know. I will say you both should try Stray. You you should at least try it. Like it's the mechanics of it and everything are are worth are worth giving it a look. I definitely want to. It's on my list of stuff I need to play. But you got it um, when you, because you paid the extra for the PlayStation membership, right? That's how I, you played it? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I got it. Yeah, because I was able to upgrade that for, it was like 18 bucks or something. So I was like, yeah, all right, I'll just do that. Like, right. well, I'm maybe ass- I'll try to do the same thing. Yeah, I'm also assuming probably like around Black Friday, like where like winter Steam sales or like something, it'll probably be on sale too. Sure, sure, yeah. It's a, it's worth it. It's a good one. Um, should we try? I want to see what they have for best action adventure game. So for that one is Plague Tale Requiem, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Tunic. I think Stray is really weird to be in here <laughs> with the rest of them. Um, I have not played Requiem yet. I really want to. That's that's. That's one of those I, I, I'm afraid is going to be a game I don't get to with trying to finish God of War, Pokemon coming out, Callisto Protocol coming out. It's like, I've got it installed, sitting on my Xbox right now. I just, I don't know if it'll ever happen between now and the end of the year. Um, I, I honestly don't see how a game beats Ragnarok here as far as just an action-adventure game. Because, goddamn, that game. Yeah, I mean, it, it. I think it's almost unfair to. I mean, like it. If you see God of War in the category, I almost think that it's pretty much a given that God of War is probably going to take that one. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I almost think it's unfair to everybody else in those categories to have God of War there. Um, but you know, I mean, you you got to think that if this, if this cat, if these categories hold up without any shifting. That God mm-hmm. of War is going to just have a banger showing at that awards show. And, and Elden Ring. I would say, you know, a lot of it's going to go between those two. Like, I think I think where it's going to be fun is where, you know, I, and I'll honestly, we'll get to it, but the game of the year, main game of the year category where it's like, okay, which one? Because, yeah, the six that are nominated, but let's be honest, there's two. Like, which one, <laughs> which one are you going with, you know? Um the one where they're both in it that I think is funny is uh, best narrative. So you have Elden Ring, Ragnarok, Plague Tale again, Horizon again, and then Immortality, which is the uh, the Half Mermaid game, the guy that made Telling Lies and uh, and her story, which is another one I would have loved to try. But hey, you know, life moves on. And <laughs> too much Vampire Survivors to play apparently. Um, the way the reason I think it's funny is like narrative for Elden Ring? Really? Like, it's kind of just the same Dark Souls story again with, like, new... You know, they broke out a thesaurus and changed a bunch of the words, but it's kind of the same deal. I don't know. Justin, you've played more Elden Ring than me. What are your thoughts? Like, it has... Like, it does have... And a lot of people... Um, I've seen like once this went up and stuff we were like, oh, you know, like, you know, Elden doesn't have, like, a narrative. Like, it does have a narrative. It's just just like Dark Souls, it's hidden away in the lore. Like, you have mm. to look for it. Like, you have to talk to fucking people. Like, you have to piece it together yourself. 
which is kind of why I feel like something like God of War is probably going to beat it out because, you know, the narrative is actually, like, given to you as opposed to you having to kind of run around and figure it out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, for those two, I'm assuming God of War and Horizons are probably going to be, like, the two to beat for that category. And yeah. it's, like, if it's anything like the first God of War game, like you guys said, I'm pretty sure Ragnarok's probably going to, like, clean up in damn near every single category it's in. Oh, but it's also one of those things where, like, I don't know. Uh, I feel like Horizon, kind of like on its release date, the week before Elden Ring is just going to get forgotten. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's one of those. It's it's a really good game that just it just went on too long. It just went on too long. But it's a really good game that just I feel like again is going to get lost in the shuffle. And and it doesn't help that God of War is way better, and Elden Ring is way better. <laughs> but you know. It's not a bad game. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I do always laugh when they have the like best ongoing, which is like, here's a way for us to get Fortnite and Destiny <laughs> as part of this award show. Yeah, guys, yeah, keep giving us money. Um, but also there's uh, Apex and Genshin Impact. You still play Genshin Impact, Shannon? Because I know uh, you were into that for a while. I was, and I revisited it, and it was great. I mean, it's always a fun game to play, but no, it's it, I haven't played it in a while. Yeah, because I know, uh, I know uh, Steve, our, our our buddy Steve was a a big. I think he still is a big Genshin Impact player. Mm-hmm. So, would be, it's, I don't know, man. It's a uh, those gotcha games scare me, a little bit. Yeah, know? I mean, there's a you could beat the whole game. Um, it without paying anything um mm-hmm. it's just the game like the games that people are playing in it now like are basically just maxing out characters and that's i guess where the time sink and the and like you know throwing coin into the game really kind of um you know has an impact i guess mm-hmm. you could say no pun intended but um you know <laughs> yeah it uh it 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 seems like i mean if you can get through a free-to-play game without dropping coin uh i think that's a pretty good you know, game in itself. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's fine. I, I, it has a huge following. Like I always see things for it on Twitter. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it must be doing it. And it doesn't seem like they're gouging their players. Sure. So, you know, go for it. I mean, I'm surprised in the, uh, the category for what, like best mobile game mm-hmm. that um, Diablo's in there. Um, where, where's that uh, category? Let me go find it real quick. Um, but yeah, it was like, I think Diablo Immortal was in there. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Apex Legends, Genshin Apex Impact, Legends. Tower yep. of Fantasy, and let's be honest, Marvel. the winner, Marvel Snap. Yes. Yeah, but you know what surprises me is that Torchlight's not in there. And I think t- the Torchlight game is so much better than Diablo Immortal, and it's so much more forgiving, and it's so much less gout- price gougy for, for what it does. Um you know that was, what that was honestly the biggest bummer of Diablo Immortal is it's a great game. Mm-hmm. Like it plays awesome. Like it that first two hours or so before they really try to shake you by your ankles for all your money. Mm-hmm. Like it, I was having a great time with it. I'm like, oh, maybe all my fears were founded. And then it wasn't. And it's like, oh well, I'm deleting all this now. Okay. Thanks for the two hours. 
Yeah, I don't even but. know what Tower Fantasy is, but I, I think I'm probably going to have to check it out. Well, the uh, category you also should check out is the best RPG, because that's your jam. It is, and I was looking at it too, and I think that having Elden Ring in there is a little bit like, I don't know. It seems it weird, right? Yeah. It seems it, weird. But yeah, if Xenoblade Chronicles 3 doesn't win, I'll be a little upset. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't think it really has that much of a, of a chance just because it's going up against RC, Pokemon Legends Arceus, uh, Triangle Strategy, and Live a Live, which is fine, or Live Alive, whatever it is, um, which is it, fine. Did you um, ever play Live Alive? I have it. I just haven't played it yet. Because um, I messed around with the demo and I'm like, oh, this is a shaming. Yeah, like I, I, I saw the I saw the demo and I played a little bit of it and I was like, yes, I want to play this. And then Blade Chronicles basically consumed my life. And mm. it never, it, I mean, it's still on my Switch. I just haven't had a chance to play it yet. But um, it, it, I feel bad for Xenoblade because it's not going to get any anywhere near the amount of love it deserves. It's probably going to win for like best soundtrack. Um, and that's the only award it's going to get, which is lame. The uh, the one that's gonna hurt Justin here is the best family game, Kirby, going up against Lego Star Wars, Mario and Rabbids, Switch Sports, and Splatoon Three. Ooh, that, yeah, that's rough. It's rough, but man, dude, I'm I'm rooting for Mario and Rabbids. Yeah, over Kirby. Like, I are mean, you loving the game that like, much? Yeah, like I mean, Kir- Kirby is really good. And it's a lot of fun, but it's just like, God, dude, like, Rabbids is just designed so well. Like, I love it. Mm-hmm. I would argue Kirby's designed really well, too. Though. I mean, it is. And then, and do you have no input for Splatoon there over it? Like, is Splatoon better than either one of those, Shannon? No, no, no. I mean, Splatoon is good, but there's, there's really no innovation in the gameplay. I mean, it, it's, it's it's more of the same like you know mm. splatoon you like splatoon you're gonna play it but there's there's nothing there like sparks of hope does with mario and rabbits that like revamps gameplay or makes it more interesting or fun or you know there's there's no open worldness to it you know it's the hub world where you get your your clothes and your guns and then there's multiplayer and then there's a very boring story story campaign so, you know, uh, I, I don't expect Splatoon 3 to get much love. I mean, mm. but, you know, just it should just be happy it's nominated. <laughs> All right, Justin. Justin, yes. we have to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And that conversation is the best debut indie category, which is Neon White, Norco, Stray, Tunic, and Vampire Survivors. Dude, I know it's it's not fair because it's like in this category because I would give Tunic the other one. It's like I would want Neon White to win, but because Vampire Survivors is in that category, yeah. I know it's not gonna win because it's definitely Vampire Survivors. Uh, I'll be honest, if Vampire Survivors wasn't there, I'd probably give it to Norco. Norco is fascinating on a lot of levels. It's one of those games I highly recommend play it's on it's on pc game pass it's a it's kind of like a modern point and click adventure game but uh really cool story really neat setting it's it's rad it's really good and i can't give it the nod in front of <laughs> like i just vampire survivors took over such a chunk of my life can't 
I can in good faith do that. I just really like Norco. <sighs> Bloodbath. Bloodbath. I don't know. But uh, anything else you want to jump to before we get to game of the year? Um, For most anticipated game, it's like I honestly think Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is going to win. But I think it would be fucking hilarious if Resident Evil 4 won. <laughs> yeah. Like, I almost want so Resident Evil 4 to win, just because I feel like that would be, like, the biggest upset, like, yeah, most anticipated game that came out in, like, 2002. Well, I, I, I feel like that and Hogwarts Legacy are just in padding. You know, they're just like, yeah, and we need two more games people give a shit about. Um, Hogwarts Legacy, people like Harry Potter still, huh? Eh? Yeah, I'm surprised um, Starfield is still in that list because it kind of seems like the buds for that game kind of died down the minute they went into in like they kind of gave you more of a picture of what that game's gonna be about. <laughs> you know, people kind of were just like, "Whoa, uh, I don't know." It was the one. It was the one-two punch of that and like, oh, and it's a year delay. Oh, okay, so I can stop paying attention for a year. Gotcha. Great, no problem. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I think I think people will still that that fervor is gonna pick up the closer we get to September. I think I think it's gonna start. There's a lot of people that love Bethesda RPGs, man. Like the Fallout's and the uh, the what's the what's the Dovakin game that you've bought 18 times, Justin? That'd be Skyrim. Yeah, the Skyrims <laughs> of the world, the Fallout's of the world. Those those games have massive followings. So the next one of those and a new yeah, I bet I bet people are very much looking forward to that. I just think it was one of those things. It's kind of like what happened to Halo Infinite when they're like, we're delaying it a year. Like, okay, we'll stop talking about it then. No problem. Um, but yes, the game of the year, their six games are Plague Tale Requiem. Again, I still need to play it. Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Shit. Um... I don't know how Stray got on that list, but I'm happy it's there. More padding because God of War is going to win it, and there's no sense in even voting for anybody else. <laughs> I don't. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I, know. I don't agree with that. Really? I, I'm thinking. I mean, I'm thinking Elden Ring. Go, yeah, I think Elden yeah. Ring has it. People, the amount of just gushing, you forget because it was in like February, mm -hmm. but. Goddamn, people fell all over themselves talking about them. And, and if there was a game this year that had a shot of knocking it off the perch, it was God of War. And, and I think it gets close. But unless, unless there's a lot of uh, recency bias at play, I, I still haven't heard more love for Ragnarok than I've heard for Elden Ring. So... And that's my thing is because I think God of War in the categories that it is in with Elden Ring for like game direction or like what I feel like there's certain ones that God of War is going to beat Elden Ring out on, which is why I think though overall for game of the year that Elden Ring is going to steal it. I do seeing seeing Requiem on this list, though, does make me want to try it even more. I'm not saying even finish it, but I, I want to at least play some of it just to. Just to see, just to see what it is. But do you think uh, Xenoblade Chronicles belongs on the list, Shin? Yeah, it's great. It's um, it's a good game. 
Uh, mm-hmm. I, I still think it it falls short of two as the best game in the series uh, uh-huh. for me. But um, but yeah, it was good, um, and it's a great RPG. Uh, um, kudos to them. But yeah, it's kind of like we're just happy to be here with the heavy hitters. <laughs> it definitely feels like a two horse race, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess that's a little uh, preview of the game awards. Uh, Justin, why don't you walk us through the Indie World uh, Showcase? Dude, I am very excited to walk you through the Indie Showcase because (laughs) Nintendo had their Indie World uh, Direct or whatever on, I forget what day it was, like Tuesday or something like that. And, dude, they they came out swinging. Um, So they ended the direct with we get to see more sports story um it's coming this december which i'm just like dude why are you fucking doing this to me like it's bad enough that the um west of loathing people just released their new game shadow of loathing like out of nowhere yeah, i love when you put that on the discord i'm like wait seriously yep there's another one yep out of and i'm like dude come on and then now like sports story they're like yep december and it's like I don't have time for like all of this. Like I already didn't have time, and then you guys are just making it even harder for me. Um, but there was like a lot of other like stuff, like uh, "Have a Nice Death," which we've seen before, now has a official release date of March twenty second, twenty twenty three, which I know Megan's really excited for, and it looks mm-hmm. like you know very kind of Hollow Knight ish two D side scroller roguelike play as death, some like kind of Metroidvania looking. Um, is that one is that release in like uh pre-build or something on steam because it I is i remember seeing it is in early oh, access no. on steam right now uh, so it's yeah, on early okay. access but 1.0 is going to be coming out in march on pc and switch and um we also got to see pepper grinder which is one that I've actually been following for the guy who's been making it uh, Rav. I've been following him for like eight years or so. He's been like working on this and stuff. So it's cool that, you know, Devolver picked it up and stuff and it actually is coming to switch sometime next year. They just said 2023. So uh, I don't think it's going to be any time at the beginning of 2023, but it's a, you know, you're kind of very, um, you have a, you're like a girl and you have a drill and stuff and you're like kind of drilling through sand and it's very kind of like Metroidvania ish and you kind of like power up your drill and do some like cool maneuvering and stuff with digging through the ground and like puzzles and stuff so it looks really cool and it definitely it definitely has some SteamWorld dig vibes oh yeah which I appreciate yeah yeah it has big and, SteamWorld dig and I was and I was gonna say uh, you said it already it's got the Justin and Zach seal of which is Devolver Digital. It seems like whenever Devolver gets involved. So, yeah, I'm, I'm on board. Yes, and then they also showed, uh, which I actually picked this up and played it, so I'll be talking in about what we've been playing, but a little to the left, which is a little puzzle, like, pu- kind of like calm, whatever, puzzle game, but it's kind of like you sorting stuff, and there's like a cat, and the art style is just like really cute and it looks kind of like a little chill puzzle game which i'm a sucker for puzzle games and cats so i definitely i picked that up and played that this week <laughs> do and inscription is coming out on the switch december 1st 
and I will probably I'm be really getting... curious. I'm really curious how they do like the the in game stuff of that. Um, because there's you can't like I mean, do you access like your SD card or something? Like I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm assuming they'll probably do something similar to how they did it with Doki Doki on the Switch, mm. where it's kind of like instead of have using your like actual spoilers but if, instead of using like your actual files whatever they kind of have like fake kind of like padded files like almost or whatever uh, that like you use instead um or maybe um, we'll use like save data or something i'm not sure delete your games did, on you, ever play, did you ever play the first coffee talk do you, i want i still want to i've heard yeah. nothing but great things and they did show same, same. Um, I have it downloaded on Steam. I just have not played it. Yeah, because they, they talked about the sequel to that one. Was it Hibiscus and Butterfly? Mm-hmm. Um, which it just reminded me that like, oh yeah, I really need to play Coffee Talk. <laughs> yeah, um, it was on my list of stuff to play last year, but I just never got to it. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I mean, and for the most, there was some other stuff that they showed, like some cool, like Goodbye World looks really good. It's two friends mm-hmm. trying to come up with idea for a video game and like stuff, but it has like the art style is kind of very, um, I'd say like, you know, like almost like Amori or like earthbound kind of looking style game and stuff. So that looks really cool. And that actually comes out here in a couple weeks as well. And it's like, dude, Botany Manor. It looks very much like The Witness, but you're like... Yeah, I was going to say very Witness-ish, but with plants. Yes, like, you taking care of plants and kind of doing like puzzles, trying to figure out like what, where you need to place plants to like help them grow and do stuff. I'm like, that looks incredibly like something that would be up definitely your alley and my alley, Zach. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yes, I feel like uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> we're putting Shannon to sleep here. But Shannon, wake up, wake up. There's good stuff here, I promise uh, you. Uh, I promise. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not if it's not seventy dollar bangers, Shannon doesn't want any part of it. <laughs> That's not true. I mean, Have a Nice Death like had me interested because it's from Gearbox. Sure. Um. Sure. So I mean, that one kind of got me going, and then uh, Pepper Grinder because it's Devolver Digital. Um. So I mean, like, there's a lot of games that you mentioned that like have piqued my interest, but yeah, it's just um. We'll see. We'll see what happens as we get closer to uh, release date. If I'm inclined to buy them, Rogue Legacy Two seemed pretty interesting as well. Um, you know, I did like playing the original uh, Rogue Legacy, so you know, mm-hmm. I'd be interested in that as well. Yeah, Rogue Legacy is one that I also have downloaded on Steam, and it's on my list of stuff I need to play before the end of the year. I just haven't played it. <laughs> the, the Pepper Grinder trailer, oh, it remind rem- Reminded me a little of that. You don't want to play Rogue's Island Express. It was like the pinball yeah. Metrovania. Yes. Yeah. Game. Um, yeah. So there's good. A, there was a lot of like the, the movement of that game that reminds me of this. And, and I'm curious and like, you know, Ori has some spots like that where you dig through sand and, and things of that nature. So I'm kind I'm curious. I'm curious. Yeah, it looks especially it looks very in the part when you're like going vertically and stuff in Spain. It's like boom, and then you're kind of like snaking upwards and stuff. That reminds me a yeah. lot of like Yoku and stuff, where you're just sitting there with the ball, like boop, 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 like up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, Yoku, where's the sequel to that? That was a hell of a game. I know that was one of those where it was like one and done, and it's like they made a banger, and then just kind of they're probably working on the second one. It's gonna stealth release in December. <laughs> <laughs> 
right? Just another thing. Just another thing, Justin. Um, all right. Should we talk about what we've been playing? Mm-hmm. Because uh, it's, it's all the same thing. <laughs> yeah, Marvel Snap. Really, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep, no, yep. Uh, uh, man, God of War, Ragnarok. That's a hell of a game, you guys. Okay, a little just so people are aware. I kind of want to go like, let's just do spoilers. But for like the first two hours of the game, let's go. Let's go up until you you start hanging out with Brock and Sindri. How about that? Okay. Does that seem fair? That's fine because that's as far as I've gotten. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I also think that's not deep enough into the game where we're really going to like ruin anything for yeah, anyone. Yeah, for sure. So if if you haven't played it, just be wary. You know, we're going to we're going to talk about story beats and things of that nature. Um you know, the first the first game had a hell of an entrance with the Balder fight and this game makes a hell of an entrance with with Thor and Odin showing up. Boy. But even before that, I mean, just the whole like uh, ride to the house uh, with uh, Freya, like fighting uh-huh. Freya, like that that was intense. Uh, and the and the fighting the bear, I'm, I'm yeah, like, you know that that was intense. Like the one thing I will tell you about the game that I didn't, I it's not that I didn't like it was just when the button comes up to hit a circle button, right? Like when you're supposed to like be fighting somebody off or. And you're yeah. just mashing that circle button. There's nothing to let you know that like you're you're registering or that things are going the way that they should yeah. for that fight. So it's like you know I'm just hitting the button. I'm like, am I doing anything? Like there were a couple of times where I controller to the right button because I just thought that because there was nothing telling me I was hitting the button faster at the sure. right you know clip. And it still seemed like Kratos was getting his ass handed to him. So you know I was just like, oh okay, well. All right. Well, at least the story panned out the way that I wanted it to. But yeah, that whole opening sequence was like crazy. And I don't know if you guys have it on performance or if you have it set to graphics. Um, but I I chose to go graphics on my side. Uh, and goddamn, that thing like Kratos, you mm-hmm. could see every hair in Kratos's beard. Like you, I mean, like when he's yeah. sitting in front of the fire and like you know he's moving and the wind's blowing, you can kind of you can see the beard moving. You can see like the light reflecting off of the beard in different ways and his emotions. Like you can see him; he's like obviously pondering something at the beginning of the the game, holding onto that bag. He's like grimacing, like almost like breaks character for a second there, and like you can see him like visibly upset about something for like just that split second before he's got to compose himself again. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're just like, wow, like. There's a lot going on. The graphics are amazing. Like, I'm, I'm blown away by this game so far. Yeah, the I I went for the performance, uh, the 60 frames thing, just because with that combat style, I knew I'd want it, and it it also does not disappoint. Like that, I'm not a big 30 versus 60 guy, but damn, that's smooth. Like when you're playing it, it's you just flow in that combat. And, and it totally was like riding a bike, like two fights in. I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. I, I'm back. I remember. And, uh, yeah, damn, it's, it's so good. The, uh, the act you touched on it though, but the acting in this game, I, I don't know if I had a, a video game experience with like where I, I actually felt 
like the acting mattered. You know, like sometimes you get a good voice actor, like the Borderland games, like that. You know, like when when you get a good voice actor and one, good, that's really fun. But in this one, it's like you get the pathos, you know, the the mannerisms, like the 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 act, the capture was fantastic for all of them, and the and the facial animations. Um, I mean, Odin is a total mafious don sleazeball and i love him like he's just you know like he's just like the greasiest dude ever but you you can't help but like him in a way you know uh i thought the guy that played thor was fantastic uh i think he fucked up though at the end with the whole fight he's like i want to see the back this just beats the piss out of him and he's like oh there you are and okay takes off and it's like you probably didn't want to do that like you you kind of you think you know who that guy is but like played six of these games and you don't know who that guy is like um yeah when you see like his that the look visibly change on kratos mm -hmm. like when he goes from being like a very measured fighter to just letting it out like just the rage is just taking over like you're just like oh Okay. Yeah, like, when 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 all of a sudden that rabid dog comes back, you're like, oh yeah, there he is. Okay, so you don't know this Thor, but you done fucked up. Like that's this is gonna end real bad for you. Um, and I thought it was sick, uh, Justin. I think you mentioned it in the Discord how the axe like Thor's hammer in the mm -hmm. air. It just like they lock and like suspend each other for a second. Yeah, that was like one of my favorite part. Well. Yeah, one of my favorite parts of that fight is, yeah, where they're just sitting there against each other, just floating in the air, and then two of them are just kind of walking around it, like, talking and stuff, mm -hmm. like, nothing's happening, and they both just, like, boom, like, back to each other, and I was like, dude, that's so cool. And I also think it's cool how, like, it shows the power of that axe, because mm -hmm. Thor's hammer is supposed to not be stopped by anything, and it's just like, no, 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 I got one of these two, don't even worry about it. Um... I like I like uh, uh, Mimir. I like him back. He's, he provides good commentary. Uh, mm -hmm. I did like when Odin so like tried to pay for the roof or told uh, told Atreus like gave him a coin for the roof or whatever. Kratos grabs it and throws it out in the snow when they're leaving. Yeah, he's like, oh. keep the change, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like when Thor first shows. I'm like you know and you know there's that whole like can i come in for a drink i have mead and mm -hmm. they just sit across the table from each other you're just like oh dude i can't wait but like you could you could visibly like feel the ten like the tension in that room was just palpable <laughs> yeah. and i was just like yes like give me the all of this uncomfortable like awkward staring at each other yeah. while we're drinking like kratos doesn't say a single word but like every emotion and everything is just portrayed from that mm -hmm. whole sequence um, and, and you're I, just like fuck. And I love Thor's like, you seem like a calm and collected guy. Are you <laughs> a calm and collected guy? He's like, when the time calls for it, he's like, I think now would be one of those times. And then Odin walks in the room. Let's go. Let's do this. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I do like, like um, you know, it's it's funny to see to to get out of like the Marvel universe where everybody mm -hmm. is just like this big muscle bound like person and like you know i mean granted like odin was not like big and muscular in in the marvel universe but yeah. everybody has that 
you know, uh, preconditioned like thought of like what Odin's supposed to look like. And you do not expect Odin to be like this skinny guy. Yeah. Right. Like, and you're just like, oh, okay, like this is a pretty cool like re envisioning. But then, like, as he starts talking and you see like crows, like, you know, land and like, you know, become tattoos on him. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, oh, this guy is a lot more deadly. Yeah. There, than, there is you know, way more to this guy than what mm -hmm. you're seeing. Yeah. 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 And it's like, you're going to fuck around and you're going to find out like pretty fast that this isn't somebody you want to run yeah. the wrong way. <laughs> I know. I love how he just walks in. He's like, all right, guys. He's like, I think we all know who we're dealing with now. So <laughs> let's just set the record straight. <laughs> yeah. It's Let's like, okay, yeah, you've, you've killed like five of my people. Like, and I love how he's like, and you know, most of them are fine. Like, you know, sure, whatever. But like, you know, Balder was important. Like he really was, you know, like he's trying to like, you know, use car sales minute a little bit. Like, you know, like, hey, let's make a deal here. I give you a It's fine. We'll move forward. And then, and then I do love the just do we have a deal and Kratos just one word no <laughs> and it's just like well okay make it quick Thor and he walks out of the room yeah. it's just like oh god here we go and man that that fight did not disappoint like that that entire sequence really that whole opening up until you get to Brock and Sindri like made the purchase of the game worth it for me I was like mm -hmm. great I got I already got my money's worth out of it and I'm just starting like we're we're good. Um I do love Brock and Sindri coming back though. I forgot how much I like those characters. I like I like Brock being like, the fuck is wrong with you guys? <laughs> you know, just like instantly cursing and swearing and Sindri just being like, wipe your feet, please. Oh, you're not wiping your feet. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah, I felt in that fight with like I must have been rusty. Like I haven't played a God of War game in a mm -hmm. while. So like I I got handed like i got i got beat up pretty handily like the like probably about halfway through that match and i don't know if you're supposed to like get knocked out or whatever but i in all like i just got ransacked right and like the whole like you know oh no you're not supposed to like i'm not done with you yet is basically what thor mm -hmm. says and he like drops the hammer on you and like basically sends like a whole lightning bolts worth of electricity through you to wake you up again. I'm just like, yeah. oh, okay, like we're it's, we're still in the tutorial here. <laughs> like, okay, like I got this. Um, but yeah, I, think, I just kind of I think that is supposed to happen because I remember I was holding my own pretty, and I'm like, oh wow, Thor's life just keeps refilling. This is annoying. And then, uh, but then all of a sudden, like, I just couldn't avoid anything. And I just got the crap kicked out of me. And I'm like, oh, okay, that was a weird difficulty spike. And then that <laughs> happened, you know? And I'm like, okay, uh -huh. okay, I think that was supposed to happen. Yeah, there's, like, a couple yeah, scripted yeah. moments in the fight and stuff where it, like, cuts, like, specifically goes into the cutscene or, like, whatever, and mm -hmm. then comes back out to the fight. I like yeah, how they work. I felt like I was, I was getting handed, like, my butt handed to me. Like, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's just me getting used to dodging and and parrying and attacking again like if that's just you know it's just a, a different setting for me i'm playing normal too also mm -hmm. like i'm not i didn't change the difficulty setting so i was just wondering if like you know you guys had had run into the same issues well i did i don't know about justin but that definitely happened to me um and then i i like how they've introduced some environmental things into like you can 
rip the pillars down and stuff on enemies. I thought that was. I like that you have both the Blades of Chaos and the Axe to start the game with because it kind of drops you back to where you ended the first God of War and you can like switch back and forth between them fly and that's that makes some cool combos for fighting um yeah i let me ask you guys because i don't really understand the discourse around this game like listening to podcasts and stuff all week people are like no it's really good but let me tell you why it sucks and i'm like i don't huh i don't really understand like i i don't know if it's just like they need to tell you why they're smart or something like i don't really understand that it like how you say a game is great in one hand and then tell you all the reasons they don't like it in the other i don't i don't know does did either of you notice that um i <laughs> it was kind of funny because i was reading an article today about how there was uh an ign um reviewer in i guess it was korea that gave mm -hmm. this game a six out of ten and like he was getting death threats and had to write another article <laughs> saying please stop sending me death threats because like i oh, you know i judged the game the way that it is but i mean his basic thing was look nothing changed from like the first game to this one like like all the controls like everything like graphically it looks a little better but like you know the uh, the story is more of the same uh, the game is more of the same. It's kind of like comfort food. So, like, you know, he didn't feel there was enough innovation to warrant giving it a higher score. Um, mm -hmm. You know, but, like, I still... And, and maybe that's why people kind of think it's, like, a little stale or stagnant. Uh, it's not, you know, based, it's not pushing you know, the the franchise in a more innovative direction. I get that. But at the same time, like, this is an amazing game, and I love playing it. So I'm... You know, I don't understand the hate that this game gets. I don't. Yeah, I haven't oh, and, heard anybody uh, say anything, like, that I know personally that's been playing God of War and stuff say anything, like, bad about the game. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's the thing, is, like, I don't feel like it's getting any hate, necessarily, because it's, in one hand, people are like, oh, no, this game's amazing. It's really good. It's all this and that. And then the other hand is just like, yeah, but it doesn't do anything new. You know, they added some like gear stuff, and but, but you know, it's it's just more of this the best game of that year. You know, like the, the 2018 God of War was like genre defining. So yeah, they expanded on that. Like I don't even I don't really understand that. It's like, what were they supposed to do? Throw the best game they've ever made in the trash and start. Like that, okay, I guess. Sorry they didn't do that. But, you know, I, it's it's maddening to be just the discourse around things. It's 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 half the reason I'm not on Twitter anymore. It's like stop telling me the things I love suck. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. I mean, uh, I mean, I used the same moniker for Splatoon three, like when we were going through like the Game Awards, right? Like it didn't, it doesn't mm -hmm. push innovation. It doesn't change anything. It's more of the same thing. It's comfort food. So, like, you know, I automatically discount it. But for, like, something like God of War, where it's the same thing, just more of it, it's maybe because I like it more. I'm just like, oh, yeah, whatever. This is great. Like, please give me more of this. Um, you know, so I kind of feel like I can't, you know, there, there's not much room for me to, like, you know, go back and forth without seeming a little hypocritical, I feel. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's great. I love it. I want more of it. I'm going to continue to play the, the crap out of that game. Like, probably not well, because, like, you know, my 
you know, my my Twitch mm. responses are not as fast, but um, you know, it, I'm having a blast with the game. And you know, as Kratos gets stronger, I'm pretty sure I'll just wreck more people's faces. But I'm more of a uh, Chaos Blades kind of guy than an Axe guy. I don't know about you. Like, do you guys stick with the Axe, or do you guys are you guys more Chaos Blades? I really like that Axe. I really <laughs> do. Um, but the Chaos Blades are are. I find it goes to if I need crowd control or not. If I if there's a lot of guys on the screen, I'll get blades just because people will catch strays way more with the, with the blades than they do with the axe. But if there's less than three guys, I man, I love the axe, <laughs> especially when you're when you got people up on the ledge or something. And you huck that son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't feel that you could could. Uh, it's been a long time since I played the original God of War, but I didn't remember them allowing you to. Were you able to like charge your axe with like a fro with frost and then attack somebody with it, or is that new to this? I, I want to say you could, but I want to say it was a later game thing you could do. Like they didn't, which makes sense because you should have. You've gone through the first game, right? So you mm -hmm. should. They didn't. They didn't Zelda it where it's like, here's all your abilities. Oh, and you have, you know, type thing. Um, Justin, are you an axe or blades person? So both Megan and I had been playing it on my game. I was more blades. I was just doing blades, mm -hmm. doing whatever. So what ended up happening though is so Megan bought the game, so it was under her profile, and so you have to. I have to be logged in as her to play it. Mm. and i accidentally deleted her save file because <laughs> oh. because she didn't manually save and i didn't read that part when i created the new game it's like hey make sure you manually save or whatever because i was i looked up i googled to make sure that we could have multiple save files under the same account so i wasn't going to overwrite anything but i always like manually save just because it's like from playing Skyrim, from whatever, it's like I have like 80 fucking saves of like, I'm going to do something risky. I'm going to save really quick. And then it's like, okay, that worked. I'm going to save really quick. Um, so apparently, though, she just let autosave do its thing, which once you start a new game, it wipes all the autosaves, but you can have manual saves. So I had to, st I started Megan's game again for her and got her back to where she was before and then created a manual save for her. So then when I was replaying it, through the beginning again the second time, I got really good at throwing the axe. Like, I was, like, mm -hmm. beast mode, like, go into an area, I'm like, charge it, I'm like, throw, return, throw, return. I'm like, you, coming up, dodge, hit, hit, throw, return. And I was like, <laughs> oh, dude. And I felt so much, I'm like, when I went through this area, like, it did not go this smooth. But it's like, now that I had, like, already played and went through it, I'm like, the second time going through it, though, I was like pure beast mode and like I was like oh yeah and then for the rest when I got to her so then when I went back to my game I quit using the blades and switched to the axe because now I was like oh no this is fucking great and I was just throwing the axe everywhere and calling it yeah. back. Nice. It the axe the axe is just fun it really is, but uh, yeah I I guess we can stop talking about God of War for for now. But uh, man, hell of a game, hell of a game. I'm it's I, I said on Discord, but uh, I'll say it again. I haven't been able to touch it since like last Wednesday, and it's killing me, like killing me that I haven't been able to play it. So <laughs> this week, uh, this week looks like a lot smoother, calmer. Season. 
for me than last week was with my son's so hopefully i can knock another four or five hours out of it this week um but a game i can play on the go you guys pretty much anywhere marvel snap <laughs> that game let me tell you about that game fuck yeah Justin, you didn't take my bait. I was putting up decks that I built in Discord, and you never commented on them. Like, man, where's See, my boy? I know. I'm sorry. I think I might have been like busy at work or something when you were doing that. I just didn't. I think I skimmed through it, and then I like meant to like reply, and I just never did. Because let me tell you what, <laughs> I haven't really played it that much. Like, so, so I still have like the same kind of just like zoo whatever style mm -hmm. deck. I I still want to build a bitch and discard deck. I just haven't. Because I haven't gotten yeah. all the pieces I need yet. Yeah, I'm pretty intimidated. Like because like you guys like sit there and you got like forethought and like you think about structure for your deck. So I'm just like, yeah, this card looks good. I think I'm just gonna put this in here and give it a try and see what happens. And sometimes it works out well and sometimes it doesn't. But like, yeah, I there's no rhyme or reason to any of my decks. Um, I do, uh, dude. I I wanted to screenshot one of my games the other day because um, I got so I think it was. There was a new land uh, that came out that basically makes a copy of the card and puts it back in your hand. Yeah. Right. And then on top of that, um, I had what was what's the T Rex uh, dinosaur that was the red. Oh uh, yeah, the uh, devil dino or whatever. It yeah. Is. So yeah. I have I have him in my deck, and then that came out, and then there was another card that was like any card that or any card that you put in this land area you get like plus two power right mm -hmm. i was like okay cool so i just kept sentinels down on the land that was making copies of them so instead of getting one sentinel i was getting two and yeah. then there was another land the third area that popped up was like it on turn three it's gonna be a copy of one of the other two lands or one of the other two areas mm -hmm. and it turned into the one that was making copies and nice. on turn five, I dropped, I already had like, like five Sentinels and three other cards in my deck. So then I dropped the, the, the T-Rex down and made a copy of it and put it back in my hand and I put it down on the other one. So I had 60 power on like one and I had like, like 45 power on one. And I was just like, oh my God, like I got to take this because there's just Sentinels and dinosaurs like all over the place on my side. And the guy on the other side did not retreat. And I That's snapped. Amazing. And like, you know, and he was just like, oh, dude, like, so I don't even know if it was a bot or if it was just somebody who was just like, I'm taking a picture of this for like some meme that I'm going to post later. But I don't know if they're getting better naming their bots, but I did go up against someone. Perp Kush. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's that sounds like a real. Finally, you know, um, yeah, there's so the other card you need for that deck, Shannon, is mm -hmm. a character named Moon Girl. Okay. She's she's four cost, but when you play her, she duplicates your hand. <laughs> so Heck yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's an easy way to to pump that up. I built a whole deck around her. So his whole thing, he's like two, but when you play him, uh, anytime you draw a card that isn't from your deck, or a card enters your hand that's not from your deck, he gets plus one. So then you have Cable and Mantis. And uh, what's it? Agent 13, like all of these, like pick a random card or pull a card from your opponent's deck or, or anything like that. And so every time you. That's really fun with the 
the people or the land that copies also because you can just like oh i'll just make sure yeah it's it's good like that just steal uh, all your yeah. opponent's stuff yeah but it's that that's the thing that's fun when you play the game is you'll come across people that have put decks together and you're like oh that's a good idea like that's how i came up with the collector i made it i made it my own style but i saw that this guy was using a collector deck and i'm like oh that's that's fun i hadn't even considered using that as a as a mechanic did that i, I have one that's based all around like character you know like when you multiple man if you do a different, uh, different lane a copy of him stays behind. Vulture is three power, but if he moves, he turns eight or something like that. So you can come up with a bunch of ways to move characters around and stuff. It's it's fun. It's kind of like it's a little problem solving. Uh, I did not do. I did not spend another ten bucks. I'm 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 trying to to be good on that. But uh, also because I figured out starting that season pass at the beginning. It's like, oh, well, I'll I'll be able to beat this normally just with the way I play. Like the the Spider-Man one, I caught it in the middle of it, and there was no way I was going to get to the end of that season pass. Which is not a reason to spend $10. I'm aware. You don't have to give me that look. I know. I know. But it, it definitely helped me from spending another $10 this time. Well, I'll tell you, I have to give marvel because you cannot buy the season pass until you finish like the like the first intro like thing right so like you have to do like that first season pass like thing that they give you free and like you cannot buy any other season passes like you can't go into the next season pass like so when we were talking last week and you were talking about how you got like the spider-man one mm -hmm. um and i i went to look i could not purchase it and the Black Panther one rolled out and I was like, oh, I'm going to see if I can buy that one. Still couldn't purchase it. Like I had to go through that first locked season. pass. You have to go through that before you can buy any other season hmm. passes. I did not know that. Interesting. And so you know, I do find that to be a pretty good thing from Marvel. Like, you know, you get an after Marvel because like it's basically like try our game. Like you can't get you can't spend any money on any of the season passes until you've deterred you until you've gone through the first season pass setup and you've determined you kind of like it uh so you know they're not trying to and dime you right out the gate they're like this is the game like try it for a little bit first and then if you want to invest money afterwards like there you go so that's cool you know i did not know that yeah <sighs> yeah well justin why don't you regale us of tales of mario and rabbits yeah, I've been playing a lot of Mario and Rabbids this week. <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, I don't know if you guys know, but Pokemon comes out on Friday. I got uh, Scarlet pre-downloaded on the Switch. So I'm like, man, dude, I really want to beat Mario and Rabbids before Friday. Mm. So I'm not sitting here trying to play both at the same time. And I'm about, I think it's like 70 I, on like the game file it says like 70 like two percent or something like that through the game i just did the wiggler train and stuff so i beat that love the flora town or whatever like i did that and now i'm just doing a lot of the side quests and stuff there trying to get them all or whatever in there before i go to the next area because i think there's only two more areas after that 
Um, my people are about, I think everyone's about level 30. I think they're like in the 28s or something like that. So I've, uh, I've got everyone's like skill trees and stuff, kind of like how I like them and stuff. Like I got edge to where she can do four dashes now. And like all my, yeah, dude, dude, her. So I still, my main team is still, uh, baby peach or rabid peach, big peach and edge. And dude, dude, the three, like the three of them just still wreck shop. And it's like all my sparks are either level four or five like almost all of them are level five i think for like except for like maybe like six because mm-hmm. like as long as you do all this which is part of the design thing i like like you know you can buy the potions to like instantly level them up and stuff but really you don't want to use those until they're level four and then just spend suspending so like 550 little star bits or whatever you can just use one of the potion things to bump it up the one which is like the max level um but, like, as long as you do all the side quests, like, you're not, like, hurting for star bits. Like, you just do the main quest. You do the, like, if you do all the side quest stuff, like, you're never really, like, low on, like, hurting for star bits where you're, like, oh, I need to, like, run around and do whatever. You just come across them naturally, like, when you get the flags or just do the main quests or do whatever. And with, <laughs> with Edge, she does the four dashes, and I have the spark that makes it so that your dashes do like the electric damage and stuff and dude sometimes like that mixed with like oh you get another like you can give them more dashes or whatever with the item or like another move fade there's times where it's like i'm like oh dude this is gonna end like round one like i'm going to whatever this challenge it's like oh kill 16 like people or 10 people or whatever i'm like oh dude i'm gonna just first like first wave just take everybody out and just max dash them <laughs> and then you know with um peach she has i leveled her up to where now when someone does an assist jump with her she gives them a little shield on them and stuff which is super nice and like her shield stuff is maxed out so everyone gets like four shields and then you know someone assist jumps her and they got five shields so it's like i'll just leave them out in the open it's like yeah hit me you're not gonna do anything you're gonna get close to me I'll take no damage, and the next turn I'm going to dash through you and just wipe you out. And, like, one of my other favorite sparks that I got was, um, it's, like, this little blue dude, and he, he spawns one of those, like, big cat charger, like, people and stuff that run, and that's pretty cool to have an extra body on the battlefield. Like, like he hits pretty hard, so he has, like, 1,200, like, health or something like that, so he's not, like, super tanky or anything, but... It's nice because sometimes, especially with, like, Peach or something, like, I'll spawn um, him, like, next to someone who, like, might get, like, hit, and they'll almost always go for him instead of the person. So he's just a good punching bag a lot of times to, like, I'm like, oh, cool, like, throw him out here, he might do some damage, but he'll draw enemy fire, and that's what I want, is them to, like, take the heat off this person shoot at him, do whatever, and then that, like, leaves my other people untouched so that next turn I can go clean up shot. Yeah, I tell you right now, like, I'm playing, I'm in uh, the Autumn Town or whatever it is, like, the the one that's, like, everything's orangish, like, basically. Like, that's where you get uh, Bowser. Um, so I got Bowser, and, like, I like him because, like, I mean, the rocket launcher, so he just, like, messes shit up with like the rocket launcher and then he's got the area of effect but then his special is 
he lets those little like minions out that basically just like run out at the closest enemy and just like obliterate him which is like super cool because it you know it helps like kind of thin the herd and and you know it creates a little bit more uh it creates more enemies for the for the enemies to actually have to to deal with um i tell you right now i hate the um the vampire like guys he's the vampire rabbit guys the ones that are in the the red like clothes the ones that like actually shoot you and like second life from you and like because they hit 700 hit points like when they hit you it does 700 700 damage which is pretty substantial and then i mean granted they only get hit like 100 or 130 hit points when they do but it's annoying because like man like gang up on a bunch of people like i've kind of had um a couple of my guys get knocked out just by placement or because they have like such a huge like here they uh they're able to cover so much ground that eventually they just whittle away your defenses and just like siphon all your life away from you but um but yeah i'm still playing that too um i i i don't know if i have like a uh like a cemented team that i prefer like uh I, it's kind of more of like i look at the battle that i mean and then i just use one like you know the the people i think are going to be best in that situation but yeah um it's it's like I also with Bowser when he does his team jump when he lands he does damage like he does like a ground stomp so like anybody that's in his like little area of effect like takes damage so yeah I, I think he's good just because you know I like um you know doing a lot more damage before I actually have to attack and he seems to be good at that yeah no dude Bowser is super good like I leveled up his like mad the little mecha koopa thing I leveled that entire tree like that entire tree is maxed out and once <laughs> all of that is maxed out yeah that does an insane amount of damage you summon like six of them and then uh the one it's like when they explode they do fire damage and stuff so yeah his doing that into like a crowd just causes absolute chaos <laughs> and it's so good and for like the gold pipe stuff like, anytime for, like, doing the gold pipe, like, boss fights or whatever, like, they're always, like, resistant to everything. Like, all the different element effects or whatever, they're resistant to it, and they can't be dashed. And that's kind of, like, at my entire thing with Edge is she's, like, powered up to, like, just be a dash machine. And I'm like, okay, well, then we're switching to Luigi. And Luigi's, like, leveled up to do, oh, you know, like, when he's elevated, he does, like critical damage like every time mm -hmm. and i leveled them up so oh whether they're close or far but like his damage isn't as like nullified if they're closer and stuff and so for a lot of them like cool luigi's gonna hang back and he's just gonna i'm gonna get him as high as possible and that man's just gonna like snipe away and doing the gold pipe challenge stuff is cool because then you unlock there's like the fifth or whatever little secret tree or whatever that you can unlock for people and that basically affects your sparks and stuff. And a lot of the stuff is expensive to invest in. It's usually like three or four like skill points for each one. But some of them are pretty busted where it's like, oh, you know, if you um, there's like a 25 percent chance or something that like when you use a spark or something like that, that they'll add an extra action point or whatever. So you could have three actions in a turn instead of two and stuff. And it's like, dude, that's insane. But it costs like four skill points. And I'm like, well, there's other stuff right now that it's like, I'd rather invest in, but I'm getting to the point where it's like, all right, like in a couple more levels and stuff, like I've pretty much invested all the way into everything that I really want to now. So now it's like, okay, I can either throw something in health 
or I can save it up and for those people that I have that special skill tree unlocked, start investing it into the super expensive extra stuff that I haven't really been able to invest in yet. Yeah, I think I need to spend more time in like that. It's because like I basically like started playing the game. I was like, I don't have a lot of time to look at all these things. So I'm just gonna let it autofill for me. So I just like <laughs> I just like autofill like every single time I level auto auto auto. I love how Justin talks about this game like I talk about uh, Marvel Snap. It's really good. (laughs) Like, let me tell you about all the intricacies you're missing. Yeah, no, you see his eyes pop out of his head my auto level. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know. I was just surprised. I'm like, that's a bold move, man. Like, I wouldn't trust it to... (laughs) But that's what I also really like. That's one of the good design things, though, I like is you're not 100% committed into anything. Like there, you can pull those action points out and reinvest them whenever you want, which is so dope because I watched like a couple YouTube videos on like how people built out certain characters and stuff. And I was like, oh dude, I like stuff that I didn't even look into. And I'm like, oh, I fucking like that. So it's like with Luigi, I like changed how I had him, like all his health was maxed out, whatever. Cause I'm like, oh, you know, he's going to be kind of squishy because he's a sniper or whatever. So health is the way to go. And they were like, no, dude, this is what you want to do with Luigi. And I was like, dude, I built him like a fucking idiot. And so I took everything out of health again. And I'm like, no, we're not going to need health when he's like doing critical damage, 150%. I'm like, nope, that's what we're investing in now. So it's cool that you can like move it around and stuff like if you want. And before battles, you can do that too. And so so it's like, oh, dude, this battle like has a bunch of, we're going to want health. We'll take out some of this, throw it in health for this battle. And then afterwards, we can just switch it all back if we want. So that's always really cool. Nice. Well, I'm I'm happy you're loving that game. I mean, you love it more than I do, but I'm excited <laughs> for it. It's great. Uh, so you real quick, you touched on something there. You're, so you're getting Scarlet? Yeah. Uh, Shannon, are you getting Violet or are you getting Scarlet? I'm getting Violet. All right, sweet. So regardless of which one I get, I'll get the other Pokemon. All right. Sweet. Sweet. Um, Shannon, anything else you've been touching? Game wise, nope. I should say. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. Uh, Justin, did you have, oh, wait, did you have one more game, Justin? Sorry. Yeah. Um, I just, I'd been playing uh, a little to the left, which was in the Indie World Direct. And it's a mm-hmm. little puzzle game and stuff where, it's kind of, it's like a chill puzzle game. It's like, you're basically just like sorting stuff. And that's kind of how you solve the puzzles. You kind of like move stuff around. Um, so there's like ones where it's like, oh, there's these like books on a shelf. And you're like ar- arranging them in a certain way. And it's like, oh, you can arrange them from small to large. And it's like, oh, you know, you solved it. But there's some puzzles where it has like multiple solutions. And you get, like, stars or whatever based off, like, finding all the other solutions and stuff. So there's certain ones with, like, the books. It's like, oh, by going small to large, yeah, you technically solved it. But there's still, like, two other ways that you can do it. And then, like, one of the other ways might be, like, oh, well, on the spine, there's also this design. So if you sort the books in the way that it completes this design, well, now you solved it again or whatever a different way. And then, like, the third one might be, like, oh, we're going big to big and then, like, meeting in the middle at like small or something or like big in the middle and then it's like small and big or something like that so there's like multiple solutions to different things which is pretty cool and i like the art style it's like super like um 
kind of like, almost looks like not like drawn in like chalk and stuff but like the way the lines and stuff are drawn it's like I, i'm a sucker for thick outlines and like that kind of art style is just really like fitting and i'm surprised at how like the i didn't think the game was gonna be very long to be honest like most kind of indie games like that you know it's like oh you know you're paying the 14 dollars whatever for like a I don't know, like a two-hour, maybe three-hour experience or something like that. And then people are sitting there on Steam bitching, like, oh, wait for a sale. Like, I paid $15 for this game, and I only got 40 minutes out of it. But this actually has a surprising amount of content in it. Like, there's five chapters, and I played through maybe, like, 20, about, like, 20 levels. And I'm, like, right at the end of chapter one. And so there's like quite a few puzzles and the fact that multiple puzzles, they want you to play multiple times to solve differently. So there's like a decent amount of content there. And then on top of that, it does the Binding of Isaac thing where it has a daily puzzle as well. So every day there's like a different daily challenge thing for you to do. Like today's one was um, under like a microscope, you were building snowflakes and stuff and you had to zoom like in and out to like match the sizes of things and stuff and kind of like move the slide around and then like zoom in and out to like get it to match and you had to like do these like three snowflakes and that was like really cool and it i played it on the tv and playing it on the because you have like the hand it's definitely something that's like built for pc obviously and they kind of like ported it to switch and playing it on the tv with like the controller um feels kind of janky at times when you're trying to like (laughs) mainly just because it's like you know you're trying to like specifically move stuff like delicately in some scenarios and it's like really quick like dart it's like no like you there's no delicately like when you're trying to do that but playing it in handheld mode where you can just use your fingers and the touch screen and stuff feels really good like that feels nice and that's probably the preferred way (laughs) of playing it but I've actually been playing Mario and Rabbids on the TV, which I never do. I pretty much play my Switch exclusively handheld, yet Mario and Rabbids, almost the entirety I've played it, has been on the TV, which is, like, incredibly rare for me. But So when it came out, I was like, oh, I want to check this out really quick or whatever, and I was just happened to play it on the TV. And then I played it today in handheld mode, and I'm like, oh, dude, this is infinitely better in handheld mode than it is docked on the TV, so it's funny when you first started talking about it i was like oh so is this more of like a more puzzly unpacking you know type thing or talk about when it went more into depth it's like oh no no that's not it like i would say it kind of has that it kind of does have that like unpacking like chill vibes like you know you're not really rushed you can kind of take your time um unpacking though you know there's like really just kind of like one solution to everything though you have to set everything up kind of like a certain even though you have kind of like your like you can put whatever it's like certain things have to go in certain places and stuff so Mm -hmm. you're kind of like locked into that but and this doesn't really this kind of i guess has like a little bit of a story to it it's mainly just like a cat messing everything up like in this apartment or whatever so it's like a little (laughs) kitty tail will like you you sort all this stuff all nicely and then a cat tail will kind of swoosh and fuck it all up again and gotcha. anyone who's ever lived with cats can uh, 100% relate to putting something a certain way and then it gets messed up. I've had many, many stacks of magic cards, let's say, knocked over by Oswald. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, I, it took me two hours to sort those. And now they're all over the floor again. 
Yes, extremely relatable content. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, well, do we hear some sirens? Are there some sirens? Uh, I think I hear. I they're, mean, they're not as spooky as they were in October, but I do hear no. some sirens. Uh, so, Justin, I will ask you to tread about Wakanda forever because I, I very much still want to see that movie. And uh, yeah, so. Please, please continue, but tread lightly. Yes. That's all I'm saying. I, I put it on there. I knew you hadn't seen it. I wasn't sure if Shannon... I assume Shannon didn't get to see it either since he was at a wedding or whatever, but I still put it on there, and I didn't want to go super spoilery with it because I figured we'd probably do like an actual uh, spoiler talk about it once. Well, at least you've seen it. Shannon, it'll take like three or four sittings to actually get through it, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's not denying that. Yep. Uh, it's going to get expensive for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you, you I mean, like, like, once Zach sees it, you guys can go ham on spoiling it because I'm not going to be able to see it until it comes to Disney Plus or out on demand. So, they're still not doing theaters? Huh? Still, still not doing movie theaters? I mean, it's just, it's, I got a, I got a wedding. And I still got a lot of stuff to do for that, so yeah, my weekends are not available for for movies. I mean, you know that's in March, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm still making centerpieces, and you know, still you're aware making... it's you're aware it's November. Like, I know, bro, it's gonna creep up, and I'm I do not want to get like in panic mode like right before the wedding. I, I, I appreciate I hey, I appreciate the uh, the initiative. I'm just saying, movies two and a half hours long, dude. Just throwing that. You're out not there. wrong. Okay. Not wrong. Okay. 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 Just I've said my piece, but uh, Justin, please say your piece. Sorry. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say. So yeah, I went and saw it on Friday night, and you know, it was like, was it my favorite Phase Four movie of the year? It wasn't. Was it the worst Phase Four movie of the year? No. It, I would definitely put it somewhere like in the middle. Um, Namor, Namor is a badass in this movie. I will say that like that was probably one of my favorite parts of the movie was Namor and getting to kind of see like the like underwater kingdom like Atlantis like stuff like I like mm-hmm. the direction that they took with that. Like I thought that was really cool. Um, I. It's so hard. Like, I wasn't a huge fan of how they, like, kind of wrote off uh, the Black Panther. Like, mm. I, I, it was a choice. Like, what, and I get it, like, what they yeah. did and what they were shooting for. And it's one of those where it's like, while it was a creative choice the way they did it, and it's like, I respect them for it. It's just, I kind of wish he kind of, I don't know, like, went out doing something like Black Panther y. Like being a hero or something like that, you know, it just didn't it didn't land for you. Yeah, it just wasn't as I guess like epic or like something you know that I like kind of hoped for, but um, yeah, it doesn't. And just in typical you know phase four fashion, like it doesn't like really set up for anything at the end. Like the mid credit scene doesn't set up anything for Ant-Man or Kang or anything. There's no end-end credit scene. There's just a mid-credit scene. Okay. So you do not have to stick around for the extra 20 minutes for to 
see nothing. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll definitely go there. There's definitely some things that I do have like visually some like gripes, but there is some like pleasant surprises sprinkled throughout in the movie as well, which is pretty dope. And like the fighting and stuff, like when they're actually like fighting the Atlanteans, like the war between like Wakanda and Mm -hmm. Atlanteans stuff is, is very dope. Like it is incredibly cool. So Okay, so now I'm just dying of curiosity. What is your favorite Phase Four movie, dude? Multiverse of Madness has to be like, really? yeah, like Shang Chi. Really? Shang Chi is a solid number two, but for me, but dude, fucking like Wanda coming out of the mirror. Just the horror elements in Multiverse is so. Why? Why are you zooming and looking all crazy? Okay, what's your number one, Shannon? Because you're looking at me all weird, and I don't even want to hear Spider Man because you didn't even finish it. Dude, I I just find it hard to believe that the Multiverse of Madness is your number one movie in this because it's not even a Doctor Strange movie. It's not. It's it's not even his movie. It's what annoys me about it. It's like it's just like I don't need. It's an all right movie. And I guess if Phase Four is an all right phase, then I guess. But it's that's a good that's what I'm saying. Movie. So so all right. So let me preface it. So Phase Four is you have like Black Widow. You have Shang-Chi, you have Eternals, you have Spider-Man, you have Wakanda Forever, you have Multiverse of Madness. Thor, Thor Love and Thunder. And Thor Love and Thunder. There's got to be another movie in there. I don't think so. I think movies, that's it. That is a shit face. That's what I'm saying. So you're going to sit there and say uh, Multiverse of I'm like, half of those are bottom tier. Like I, was, I, I liked Love and Thunder more than I liked Multiverse of Madness. Really? I will say that. I did. I did. Christian Bale ruled in that movie. Like, Christian Bale ruled harder than anything in Multiverse Madness for me. Like, if I had to rank top, like, my personal top three for Phase 4 would probably be Multiverse of Madness, Shang-Chi, and then probably it's close between Spider-Man and um, Thor. I I have a hard time considering Spider-Man one of those Marvel movies now, though. Like, I mean, Spider-Man was probably the best movie out of all of them, but like, there's a piece of me that just has a hard time reconciling as a Marvel movie, in a sense, like MCU stuff, you know? I don't know why. I don't know why. It's just a weird disconnect I have. I mean, I get it. Right now, my top three would probably be, having not seen Wakanda forever, would probably be Shang-Chi spider-man and then love and thunder would probably be my third again (laughs) not a strong face no but you know i feel like dude ant-man is gonna i feel like start off the the new phase strong um so did i will say did it feel like this was just like the period of okay we're getting we're getting done with this and moving on. Like, did it feel that way? Like we're done kind of like with this meandering in the desert that we've been doing for the last three years and, and moving on. Man, dude, I hope so. Cause like, we, like I'm really hoping that like, I really want them to, I'm assuming sometime in the future, like, you know, they will probably bring Namor back and stuff as like, 
a villain, especially like once like they actually introduce like Fantastic Four and like Doom and stuff like that, I could see, you know, him being like a player in that. Mm-hmm. But, um, like a lot, like a lot of the movies too. It's like you can tell they did like the we're doing this the entire movie like we're doing this for Chadwick like it's yeah. it's basically a tribute movie to him which was a choice but mm-hmm. that is exactly how it feels is like them honoring him the entire movie okay and that's kind of a bummer because like you're not going to utilize this in any way it, it feels it doesn't feel like it's going to be something that utilized in the next phase or it, is this just kind of it it's just like a bookend that's just in a phase that wasn't really useful the direction that they're going yeah i honestly don't think it's going to impact anything in whatever is coming next i still really want to see it i hope i hope i have a different opinion at least we can both agree that eternals is the worst movie in that phase uh i mean morbius is in that phase right and Morbius is not a Marvel movie. That's a oh, Sony right. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Morbin time. Yeah, Morbius <laughs> is number one in its own category of the Sony-verse. <laughs> Remember when we ranked all the movies? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's below the F tier somewhere. No, it goes like S, A, B, C, D, Morbin. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's Morbius and the Ghost Rider scene hanging out there um yeah man marvel's got to figure it out i you know we we've i'm hoping i'm hoping my opinion of wakanda is different because i'm really hyped for that movie uh but i feel like with everything that's been coming out we're like okay this is the and now we're doing it again with ant-man you know it's like oh Kang, John the Majors, here we go. Is it though? Is it? Have, have are we done? Have we just lost the secret sauce? I don't know. But see, that's the thing. I like, hope not. I hope not. They, they. I feel like they have to be building Kang up, especially when they already announced that the next two Avengers movies. The first one is called the fucking Kang Dynasty. So it's like I feel like right. this is what we're building towards. Like, I don't see any way we're not building Kang up to be the next Thanos of the MCU. See, I think the thing they don't have anymore is everyone liked, you know, the actors. They liked Iron Man. They liked Captain America. You know, like, they, they had a character that people really enjoyed and really just wanted to see those characters on screen again. And they don't have that anymore. You know, like of all, losing Chadwick Boseman is huge. Like people loved him, loved him, you know? And so, and that wasn't part of the plan. Like moving on from Chadwick Boseman was not part of the plan. And it's just so tragic. I mean, obviously, you know, the human element is unspeakably tragic, but like, as far as like the Marvel universe, you know, you look at it, you lost Captain America, I black Panther, and you've got Thor and Dr. Strange still, 
but they were never the main characters in any way. Spider-Man's in like limbo, you know, like no one knows what to do with that. And so it's like, you're missing that you're missing the, the box office draw because it's one of those things where it's like, Oh, Iron Man's in this one. Let's go. Cause Robert Downey Jr. Kicks ass. And, and they just don't have that now. You know, it's like, also, I think the problem with Marvel is that with their first phase, they were so convoluted and mysterious and everything, you know, was leading up to this unknown enemy. Okay. You did that. Like, not everything has to be this long drawn out like reveal of like the villain is like want to come out with the next phase and be like boom like here's your like big baddie like you have this battle he kicks the crap out of everybody like but you know the the good guys have their like saving grace like they went they saved the day in the battle but like they re they learned that lesson that like hey this dude's out there and he's no laughing joke he, he's you know he's no small fish for us to take out like this guy's gonna kick our butts if like we don't come prepared soon and then the next you know couple movies is like whoever is going to be in that you know big duel is getting their crap together or like they're rallying the troops to get those people together like let us see like you know your threat and like you know you got this this guy coming up like let's see you build that team to to have that battle but you know i, I think they really were trying to get characters out there hoping those characters would be the next round of those guys. Like someone there was really hoping people were going to from Eternals. And that was going to be like ex Captain America. Or it's, no, no, that guy sucked. You know, I'm sorry. No, or like Yelena. Sure. I love Yelena, but she's not Natasha. Like she, and it's like, you're, you're giving me, you know, the go, of Black Widow, and it's like, no, oh, we already had the good. I, I can't go back, you know. I'm sorry, um, but I think that I think they would have more luck doing like a Young Avengers at this point with some of those characters because like, Kate Bishop was awesome, you know. Like Kate Bishop was was fun, and I liked her as Hawkeye, you know. And and some of these other characters, I think they would have a decent shot of building a world around, but. You know, when I, I mean, I'm excited for a Thunderbolts movie, but like, do I really want to watch a U.S. agent? Not really. Like, you know, I mean, it's, ah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's frustrating because I feel, I feel like they had their big moment and then all those people were like, yeah, I did this for a decade. Character. And, and I understand that, but it left Marvel with a huge hold of I just don't think they've gotten to yet. And I'll tell you, you know, what's going to save them fucking X-Men. That's what's going to save them. It's like, they've been trying to try and they've been screwing around with all this Avengers stuff, but we all know the Avengers and they're all gone. And I don't want these new Avengers you're selling, you know, but you give me the X-Men that you can build up for, and hey, I know Wolverine, I know Cyclops, I know Storm, I know, you know, like Rogue, I'm in. Like, like, give me, and that's, give me young characters that you can film for the next 10 years playing these characters, and, and people will come back for that. But, yeah, the fucking Eternals ain't it, bro. You know, like, I don't, I'm sorry. Like, so, I, I just want them to mention the giant Celestial coming out of the ocean. 
just once you can see from way. outer space yeah yeah totally <laughs> just can we can someone mention that once that would be great it'll be in deadpool 3 and it'll be <laughs> like <laughs> it'll be like him erasing it with like a big giant eraser yeah yeah that'd be great <laughs> <sighs> all right anyone have anything else no 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 shannon looks like he needs to go to bed so i guess I guess, Justin, you should take this plane in for. You know what, guys? Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the That Pixel Life podcast. You know, why don't you head on over to uh, the old Discord, you know, and, uh, you know, tell us what, what were some of your favorite Phase 4 movies that, you know, Marvel put out. And, you know, while you're at it, why don't you go on over to, you know, go on over to Spotify. Give your boys a review. Let us know uh, how we're doing. And, uh, Zach, if uh, Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, hey, guys, go be great. Wakanda Forever was okay. But Wonder Woman 84 was better. <laughs> <laughs>